Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rain, rain, go away. Nope. Looks like it's back and here to stay. Eh, not too bad there. Wow. Did you eh, plan that? I didn't. I uh, just came right up with that to uh, kick things off on a Wednesday. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, the name of the show. Gwyn and Chris, The Place, 97.3 The Fan, the number one sports talk station in San Diego. We're happy you're with us, and I uh, hope you've joined us on YouTube as well so you can watch the proceedings. Just uh, search for 97.3 The Fan. And you can see that Tony Gwynn Jr. is not in the studio right now. Uh, Why? His, well, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, I do want to thank his lovely wife. She saved him today. She sure did. I think Tony, Alex, I, and he'll have to come confirm this, but I think he actually made it out of the house without bringing anything, like his backpack, <laughs> his wallet, headphones. his water bottle, headphones, <laughs> everything. Oh, everything. Oh, Here he He's is. Back. He's back. Here he is. I, oh, yeah. Don't. Don't. Sorry. No. Sorry. We weren't talking about you, Tony. Just a little. <laughs> now, can you confirm or deny the fact that you left the house with basically... <laughs> Nothing that you actually needed to participate in the show today. I can't confirm that you that actually confirm did happen that. today. I literally had everything that I didn't need and forgot the one thing. You I forgot did. the stuff you really needed. How, yeah. Now, how did you? How did you? Um, were you distracted? I was were definitely you? distracted. Okay. I was. I was uh, getting out the door. Yeah. And typically, I forget the things that I don't need. Okay. And so I was trying to get a head start on that, and I was putting some stuff in the car. And then um, somehow I got sidetracked in the middle of doing that. Yeah. Kissed my wife goodbye and just got in the car and rolled no. off. I, I had my backpack sitting right there by the door, just didn't grab it. Well, the key thing out of that uh, whole story was the fact that you kissed your wife goodbye. <laughs> so she was nice enough to bring your stuff to you. She was a, a lifesaver today. Lovely to see her. Uh, I was ready to in for I a was, moment. I was ready to thug it out with just a cell phone today. Like cell phone, no headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready to go. I was yeah. going to get the job done. No well, complaints. we're happy you've uh, got a full arsenal to uh, <laughs> attack you. today's show with. Uh, we will be here for the next four hours, hanging out with you and uh, getting you set. Uh, Super Bowl uh, Wednesday now. We've uh, got to the hump day, so I don't know. They'll play this game at some point, I guess Sunday afternoon, around 3.30, and uh, we'll have the game right here 
on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, the pod- do- oh, yeah, go sorry, ahead, sir. Sorry. sorry, sir. I was going to say, should we talk about the fact that we do not need this week in between the Super Bowl anymore? Uh, I mean, I, I've... When did we go back to that? It, it didn't. It, no, it's been like this for all, as long as I can well, remember. Well, it started. I mean, at the very beginning. I mean, they 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 knew this ahead of time, and I think the the biggest reason for all oh, this was one thing. Pete Rozelle, I mean, he got a lot of things right when he was the commissioner, and you know, put the whole Super Bowl thing together along with guys like Al Davis from the American Football League. But the one thing that Pete Rozelle and them got really right was playing the game at a neutral site. So that they could plan around the Super Bowl. They knew, you know, six months, nine months ahead of time where the game was going to be so they could plan all the events and make it a bigger deal. And frankly, even today, it's a bigger deal than really it is. It's just one game, but they are able to make such a deal out of it. And so I think the reason they put the second week in was so that, you know, teams could get down there and participate in all of the. Pre-game rigmarole. Now that said, yeah, I know we're complaining about the, the actual week, but when you think about it, it makes perfect sense yeah. why they they do it this way. I mean, if you, it, let's put it this way, the NBA Finals, as good as they are, don't have the same prep time. They don't. You they might have a game going. seven on a Friday night, and then the Celtics may open the finals on a Sunday, yeah. giving you basically 48 hours to prepare for the start of the NBA finals. But didn't last Because you don't know where it is. But didn't last year, or one of the years recently, one of the teams finished up super early it, it, and had like eight it, or nine it, days off? It almost happened. It ended up happening because last year, if I'm not mistaken, that series. Went to seven games and it, Miami and Boston. Miami, Boston. And Denver ended up having a Denver lot of time off. Denver swept their series, but yeah, that was a, a rare occasion. That right. doesn't normally happen. But we also, I don't think, I think Boston would have had the home advantage over Denver. Uh, so they didn't know if the finals would start in Boston or in Denver until right. the very last minute. So World Series is pretty much the same. You don't know where the World Series is going to start until a couple of days before the World Series. That's the right. Super Bowl gets two. Well, they get two weeks of prep, but they get a year's worth. They already know where next year's game is going to be and the year after. And, and, quite and that allows you to put together the spectacle that they put together. Quite frankly, it needs to be a spectacle. It's only one game. There you whereas go. Whereas the other ones are a best of right? seven Momentum series. builds a little bit yeah. over time. They got to get it right. Yeah. So. Well, Pete Rozelle definitely got that right, and, and that's why they have the two weeks. But that said, they have had one week between the championship game and the Super Bowls before. It's happened on I a couple like of different occasions. A, I feel like and it was I think the last it happened. 20. It may have happened recently during. I don't remember the COVID year if they took two weeks or not. Yes, they did. Because they did. Are you sure? Not one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just saying. Said, I know. Yes, they, they did. They've had. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, not really. Not really. They, they, they. But they've done it in one week before, and the point being that if they really wanted to do it in one week, they could. They could. Right. No they doubt. really could. So. You know, they're kind of making it, drawing it out, drawing out the drama. And that's uh, that's how that works uh, with the uh, Chiefs and the 49ers uh, going at it. Uh, I know ESPN today, and I don't even know if you had to – I don't think you even had to pay for this. They did actually have two free, weeks. Free, Sorry, I'm looking Before now. the COVID? Yeah, the NFC Championship, January 19th, Super Bowl, February 2nd. Okay. Uh, ESPN polled 64 experts – now, I don't know what you have to do to qualify as being an expert. That was going to be my next question. Yes. How do you qualify? Like Bengals reporter Ben Baby. 
qualifies as an expert. Alden Our friend Alden, Alden yeah. Gonzalez, who's yep. a baseball writer, I qualifies pick with him. as an expert. Well, you have a bone pick the 49ers. You have a bone to pick with almost all of these people. That's (laughs) my point. Out of the 64 people who weighed in, 49 of them picked the Chiefs to win the game. Only 15 picked your Niners. That is why we have Alden on. We knew he knew his stuff. He does. Now he's only proving it across other sports now. Yeah. He doesn't know his stuff. Well, we'll find out if he knows his stuff. Uh, You're going to have to sit with uh, Daniel Dopp. And guys like I know who Daniel Dopp is. DJ Bien Ime. Oh, I, I love. I, I listen to the Fantasy Focus podcast. Daniel Dopp is one of the guys. On oh, that he's one. a fantasy guy. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. He's a fantasy analyst. A couple I of fantasy Yates analysts. There. Chris, I got some. Chris, I got so. some fantastic news for you. Just came across my. my oh, let's iPad hear. Here. Let's hear. I know how you love Mel Kipe and, and, and those oh. guys. You know who's joining them this year for the draft coverage. Ooh. The one and only. Nick Saban? Nick Saban. He's oh. also joining College Game Day. He's joining College Game Day. He's going to contribute to the draft coverage. So you're going to get it full force. No, I wanted to congratulate my favorite college football coach, Nick Saban. Yeah. Well, the, it's not bad to bring Nick Saban in since it's most of his players that get drafted. <laughs> That's true. He probably in the first knows couple more about rounds. Right. So. Good point. But uh, I know that Scraby and I and Braden are already putting together the uh, – the framework for yep. our own draft coverage. That's right. On the night oh, of the draft, round. yeah, Can't we're going to have the whole, we're going to have the whole first round. I'm going to sit here. Scraby and Braden are going to take it very seriously, yep. and I will spend the whole started. time making fun of the draft. I've already started my prep. You're starting your prep. You're going to be like, like the, to uh, see that. You're going to be like the Dennis Miller of Monday Night Football. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah, and that's who I am on draft night. But uh, yeah, we are going to do our draft. Yeah, Saban. Look, I mean, the guy's in the know. Especially about college football. So, yeah. It's not a bad move by ESPN. Not a bad move at all. Yeah. But thank you for that news, Tony. That, I just uh, thought it would make, it would like bring brightens your day up my up. day. Yeah, for sure. Brightens up my day on a, on a rainy day for sure. Uh, last night, the Aztecs brightened things up with a fairly dominating performance over Air Force. I know the final was a little closer. Air Force uh, got within, I guess, 13 at the end, but this was a 20 point game pretty much the entire way. And, uh, the Essex won 77-64 to move into high for first place in the Mountain West Conference. What a race they've got. Four teams are now 7-3 and because Utah State got beat last night. So Aztecs win. I uh, kept watching the game, waiting for the Aztecs to go to the bully ball that you uh, prescribed for them, Tony. Never happened. <laughs> they didn't need the bully ball. No, they didn't. They just didn't. Why? They made 11 of 22 threes. Since when did the Aztecs turn into the Golden State Warriors? They were on a heater last night. They from were, Art, especially sure. Reese Waters, knocked in five of eight. I think he hit his first five from three point. Tramel was two for two. Parrish was two for three. Those anyway. are t- those are the type of games when when you get off to that kind of start offensively. Yeah, it just really relaxes the rest of your team. And and there's yeah. there was they created so much space. That they were able to kind of, I mean, a game got closer. The score doesn't indicate, I think, how bad the Aztecs were beating on Air Force. Yeah, uh, but that was a that was a good win. Uh, it was it was the win, and, and it looked how it was supposed to last. I night. agree. And uh, Ladie, it's not like he had a night off. He got fourteen and nine rebounds, but they just didn't need to keep, yeah. you know, pounding the ball into him. And you bring up the point perfectly. Air Force defense was surrounding him. 
So what happens? Three-point shooters are wide open. He's creating space. He creates space by being on the floor. Yep. Exactly right. They they knew they had no answer for him. They had to, as you said, swarm him. That that, that meant the perimeter had to knock down shots. And And they they did. did. They did last night. So if the Aztecs shoot like that, man, look out. And they, you know, it's interesting. Their last three games now, the Aztecs have made 10, 9, and now 11 threes. So all of a sudden, they're starting to catch a little fire from the arc, and uh, that's just going to make them (laughs) a whole lot more trouble for everybody. If an Aztec team, if they shoot 22 threes and they shoot anywhere in that percentage, I mean, not even 50, if they shoot 40% from three, they're going to be a tough team to beat. Yeah, they shot 50% last night, and they ran away with that game. So uh, good on the Aztecs, 77-64. They'll have a much more difficult challenge, I think, Friday night Oh yeah, when they go take on Alford and Nevada <laughs> up in Reno. Alford will be laying in wait, and they knocked off Utah State on the road last night, went into Utah State and beat them. So that's going to be a tough challenge. But San Diego State, uh, as I keep saying, the gift that keeps on giving – during these winter months, 18-5 and five now, another magical year for Dutch and company. And uh, Lamont Butler starting to play some terrific basketball, too, Tony. Yeah. He, he At least last night, he got to the rim whenever he wanted. Yeah, they couldn't keep him from driving and attacking. Miles Heidi has turned into a really valuable player off the bench. And that's with six points. And he didn't even have a rebound, but I thought he played... Really well, as good as I've seen. Heidi's a freshman, right? Yeah, I yeah. Think so he he. I saw some. I, I ran into one of his like um, I don't know if it was like a highlight high school tape. This dude was like selling out places in Oregon. Yeah, like they were Heidi. Like, they came to see this standing guy, huh? room only. He's starting to get a little better. My pal Jay Pal had uh, three block shots, including one where he went way up right at the rim to block a dunk attempt. And to me, you know, look, twenty minutes, one point. And you say, well, what did he do? Well, he affected the game by playing defense and rebounding, and that's what Jay Powell can do. Plus, so, plus 15 in the minus. That's plus right. Or minus, that's, uh, what it, that's what the coaches are right. looking at, believe me. So uh, really good game. And you know what? Elijah Saunders has started to relax a little bit on his three-point yep, shot. Yep. I think coming off the bench is serving him well. So I, I, it, at this, this shouldn't surprise us that guys are – Improving and getting better. That's what as they do. March starts to get closer and closer. Good this point. Is, this is kind of the normal process for an Aztec team. It seems like now, or it, it, whether it starts off good or starts off okay early, there is a gradual kind of improvement in different areas, and then it all seems to come together right as you get close to March and. Then you you see what can happen as we did last year. Yep. Well, we'll hope that we get a repeat of last year. Boy, that would really be something. Uh, 77-64 Aztecs last night. Nevada is next for them on Friday. All right. uh, We are underway for our Wednesday program. Going to go a few different directions today. Uh, Don't think for a second that because I didn't mention it, that tomorrow will be our Super Bowl. Mm. Don't be Super late. Bowl one. Don't be late to the show tomorrow, <laughs> right around two o'clock. Mister Scraby will take on the ten Thai food 
on the YouTube feed for all of us to enjoy. We hope that he's going to make it through safely. I did check the legality of this. (laughs) The legality? We all of a sudden have a legal department for you to check? Yes. You guys, technically, I was talking about the American Ten, because I know oh, I'd be a lot of time there. Oh, we're back so, on this okay, again. Here we go. I, I, don't, I don't like how you guys are so willing to put me out there to ma- basically kill me, but you guys aren't willing to do anything else. So we're going to have to figure out some bets going forward that you guys are going to have to pay off if you lose, okay? Listen, if I ever stick left or right foot in my mouth, have, feel free to pick any get bet yes. that you wish. I realize. The day that I that claim I... I can climb Mount Everest <laughs> is that without a jacket is the day that I will attempt to climb Mount Everest without a jacket. But until I say something that silly, I'm okay. I did say it. I know I said it. But I think there is something I think there is something here about me not knowing there was a separate scale cuz I never said that I ordered a 10 tie. You just said Never 10. said that. 10 yeah. And to be fair, I don't think any of us knew there was we only knew of the Titan. Well, that's ten. why I don't think I should eat the Titan because none of us knew it even existed. Well, when you claimed that you go to don't, Thai restaurants, don't, don't say don't say that I said Titan. Okay, I didn't. You did Even if you didn't say Titan, my reaction alone should have at least opened your eyebrows to something. I was like, what? Yeah. You order a 10? Well, the point is, is when he made the claim that he orders a 10 when he goes to Thai restaurants... He didn't know there was a difference between an American and a Thai 10. No. So you weren't claiming anything other than... You had a 10. You get 10. That's why... And 10 is what you are going to get, my friend. It should be the 10 of American style, because I'm an American. I am not a Thai person. Okay? I am not Thai. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did. I grew up here we are in very, the United States. We are very much aware that you are an American. I, I think. I think you guys are. I don't know. Too I'm going to need to see some paperwork on that before I sign off on that. I. Uh, I, I. You want to see my birth certificate? I will go home right now and get it for you, sir. Yeah. Well, I will say this. I know we're running late on the uh, segment, but uh, I told Lori, my wife, about this. And I thought she would defend you because she almost always defends you. But on this one, she goes, well, make sure he takes a big heaping mouthful of it. You know, and, and make so sure can it's figure out so we can, can see if he can really do it or not. I, I'm like, I'll I don't want to. I don't want to send him to the hospital. I'll Thank say you. this, and my, she's like, No, nah, he's got to do it. He said he's got to do it. My so. wife is also Team Scraby, and was just in the room before we we started yeah. the show. Yeah, it's very nice to see her. And she uh, <laughs> she kind of kind of caught a a little bit of what we were talking about, and she was like, Oh. Didn't you say you could eat a tin? Yep, she did. So, So, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, everybody's kind of... We got your back tomorrow, man. No, you do not. (laughs) Tomorrow, I'll have the water. I'll have a towel ready for you. I just feel like everybody knowing that I asked Chris to listen to a podcast, and he refused to do that. So I'm doing this for the show, even though I shouldn't. Scraby is having uh, buyer's, buyer's remorse right no, now. No, no. I, okay, I, I already admitted yesterday I probably shouldn't have said that because I didn't know you guys were going to rope me into this whole rigmarole and build two days up on it. I mean, Scraby, the, the reality is, man, if you came in here tomorrow and said, I'm not doing it, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Nothing. Hold me down and force it in my mouth? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what my wife would like us to do. <laughs> She's adamant about this. 
Oh, this should be fun. And I'm pretty sure that's what the listeners would want us to do. You know, we're way over break, Chris. Here we go. We'll come back and uh, get the show going in earnest after a short timeout. Gwen and Chris, hello. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Happy National Girls and Women's in Sports Day. Ferrari Funches. Sports Director of Jackie Robinson Family Y here in San Diego will join us shortly. Well, next segment. Talk a little bit about the day, some of the programs they have going down at the Y. Scraby is uh, quite, I, I think the closer we get to eat off time, the more upset Scraby gets. As we've gotten closer and closer to 2 o'clock Thursday, the 8th, the attitude is, is quite spicy. He is starting spicy, speaking of spicy. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. He's, well... I, I think he's realizing he's made a horrible mistake. I think he is too. And now he's trying. He's to lashing find, out. At he's us. trying to find a, a way out of this. And Don't I'll just I'll just stuff. leave it. I'm just going to leave it. Don't to, paint that stuff, Chris. I'm actually really mad. I'm actually mad <laughs> I because know you, you guys are. are not like hearing me in this whole thing. We're hearing you. What and do you, do you so wanna, I'm getting you, DMs telling me I'm a wimp and all this other stuff because of you guys. Oh, so, because of us. Yeah. Why did we do this? Everybody's because I heard never the said entire... I was going to eat a Thai 10. You said you could. Yeah. Chat <laughs> says Scraby is having none of it. And I'm willing to eat the 10, the 10 that's not the one that's going to kill me. Do you think that would be as entertaining? Yeah, because it's probably still really hot. Clearly not. You've eaten it. Really hot. Really hot. Well, I think we should just open it up. I mean, you got a few hours left on the show. I mean, do people want to tweet in or text in or chat in? No. Do they think you should follow through with this? Or do they think that we should let you off the hook and you just... I'm not asking to be let off the hook. I'm just telling you guys. You guys are twisting my words into saying I ate the hottest (laughs) thing on earth when I actually didn't say that. First of all, I think it's a little ridiculous to say that we're twisting your words. All we did was play back what you said. As a matter of fact... 
you played back. I know what you said. I'm standing by. Okay, but how are we I twisting it. it then? Because I never said I was going to eat this thing that was going to wreck my life. I said I was going to eat a ten of a food that I have eaten before. And I didn't know you guys were going to make me do this whole thing either. Because things are said on this show all the time, and it never, no one has to do anything except for me. So, All right. Big game. Coverage on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Solo Steve. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Visit them today at solosteve.com. Um, let's talk a little golf here. Um, it seems like this live PGA conversation is... Becoming more heated. We we talked a little bit about uh, Matt's best friend Rory McIlroy kind of being willing to accept everybody back in. Then we talked about uh, Justin Thomas not willing to do that. And today, my guy, the guy I got started off on his world number one race, yeah. Scotty Scheffler, was like, Absolutely not. Yeah, there pro- needs to be some type of penalty for them to yes, come back. Yes, if they want to come back to the PGA Tour, Scotty Scheffler does not want to welcome them back with open arms. I don't blame him. I mean, after all, the PGA guys that stayed, the guys that stayed with the PGA passed up, especially in the case of a Scotty Scheffler, passed up some pretty big bank. Yeah, they did. To, you know, support and believe in the tour that got them where they are. And you know, it's I, I can understand why somebody making what are they getting two hundred twenty million dollars? Some of these dudes are getting some serious. I mean, it's coins. crazy how much they're getting to go play in the Live Tour. I, 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 I can understand Scheffler saying, well, "Why should we just let you back? You just banked all that cash." I gotta be honest. I as much as I hated to see John Rom, John Rom switch sides and go to Live. I do like his candid, his candidacy and and how he has been honest about it. He he basically said yesterday, yeah. Once I won the Masters, I knew I had an automatic bid to play in that forever. And then I, I think he's exempt for U.S. Open until twenty thirty one. Sure, he was like that made the decision a lot easier at that point. I'm not going to pass up <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars. He's probably the only one that I think to the this rest point, of them have all claimed have all something totally different. <laughs> right. And we know it's just not to be the case. You know, it, it doesn't change things. Golf's got to figure this out. They, yeah, they still have, it still has a major, major problem. And you got the it. waste management open this week. We went through some of the favorites yesterday. And other than Scotty Scheffler and maybe Justin Thomas, I don't know that I've heard of any of these guys. And yeah, no. I mean, recognizable names are what make golf. To that end, Tiger Woods says he's gonna gonna play in the Genesis. When is that? That's Scrape. That's the one in L.A. Soon? Right? Yeah, like, I thought maybe, it was pretty soon. Isn't that, isn't that where he week? got? Isn't that where he had the bad accident? Yeah, that was at this. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. gonna be driving, in, um, driving Has he played course. in that s- tournament since that? Um, he may have. I don't. I don't know that he did though. This is pretty crazy. That injury. That car crash that almost took his leg, was now three years ago. So he's three years beyond that. Um, he's going to play at Riviera in the Genesis February 15th to 18th. So it's well, it's kind of his like, next weekend, tournament. actually. He yeah, kind he, of like hosts the tournament. Next weekend. So I, I'm not surprised. Well, you know, the PGA Tour developed a lot of stars to take his place in terms of drawing – attention to the tour, but now that all those stars have left and gone to live, PGA Tour is pretty happy to hear that he's going to play this 
event. They're, they're also that'll bring some eyes back to the PGA. They're also pretty happy about this one point five billion dollars in, in new funding that was announced today. It's uh, according to ESPN, the PGA Tour plans to distribute about eighty percent of the nine hundred and thirty million worth of initial player equity grants in its newly formed company. Uh, the memo. A copy of which was obtained by ESPN details how the PGA Tour plans to spend the $1.5 billion that Strategic Sports Group, and I believe that's the group headed by um, Arthur Blank and a few of the American owners, I think, um, and are basically putting infusing They're trying this to money. prop up the PGA yeah. Tour, but the only thing that's going to truly prop it up is going to be the, the players, where they end up. Yeah. I mean, nobody's tuning in because Arthur Blank is donating money to the PGA Tour. Right. Adam Klug might. <laughs> Except Adam, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it'll be interesting because now both entities, live and PGA, and it brings me back to the point I made last week. Why do these two want to, at this point, wouldn't this be kind of separating the two or at least slowing down the deal that was going to happen between the live and PGA? They both now have huge funding, major backers at this point. Yeah, I don't think they... I don't what's, the, know. what's the rush to now come together on Well, they're that? also still blocked by Congress or yeah, the that, Senate that or whatever. Too. So that's that's kind of a big hurdle they need to get through. Yeah, so uh, let's get to break. Uh, we are going to be talking about National Girls and Women's in Sports Day uh, with Ferrari Funch, the sports director of Jackie Robinson Family YMCA here in San Diego, the biggest Y in the nation. Uh, more Gwen and Chris on the way. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, welcome back. 2.37 is the time. Chris Hello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Mr. Scraby. Uh, big deal, uh, I think, for both Tony and I and for us on this show in general is talking about young ladies and women in sports. Tony has uh, three daughters who play sports. I, of course, do the Aztec women's basketball games and uh, spend a lot of time with women athletes and uh, just so impressed with what they do, what they've accomplished. I know many of our listeners have daughters out there involved in sports or thinking about getting involved in sports, so... To that end, we are going to spend some time today, as we should, on National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Uh, Ferrari Funches from the uh, Jackie Robinson YMCA will join us shortly. But before we do that, Mr. Scraby would like to take the floor. <clears throat> Thank you for the floor, guys. I just turned off your mics for some reason. <coughs> I, I thought it was still on. Are you okay? <laughs> no, you turned it on just before I coughed. I... I thought I was safe to cough, and then I looked over and you flipped the line, the uh, yes. the mic on. You guys know, have known me for a very long time, and this is probably one of the top ten most confusing moments of why I'm angry. I am going to stop complaining now. We are going to go forward with this because I said it, and I would like for us to forget about my temper tantrum last segment. So Fair enough. All right. We are not going to watch you uh, just keel over. I know that. We're not going to let you. You're not going to let you get hurt with this one. I got you. I don't know why this has gotten into my head, but it kind of taught me something. What did it teach you? 
Be more specific with what you say. <laughs> I believe the saying is, look before you leap. No, no, no. Be more specific. Like, I should have said, oh, yeah, I ordered a 10, 10, I ordered Thai food that was a 10 when I was drunk in San Francisco in college, and I wouldn't do that now. That's what I should say next huh. time. Huh. That, that would have been some helpful information at that yeah, point. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I realized that I did this to myself, and I apologize to the guys in the break because... I was taking it out on them, and I said, "Yeah, that was that. Those first two segments of what you little bit you did get of Scraby was 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 real. He was he was actually upset with us. Yes, furious. <laughs> yeah, and so I apologize because I told them I take it out on them because they're the closest ones to the situation. So." I'm right. going to stop complaining. Now. Very good. You. Tomorrow, tomorrow, two you o'clock. See, Chris we'll is like, okay, we're back on track. <laughs> we are. I've accepted your, your, your apology. Your apology. Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't right. want to keep talking about this because I don't want to. I don't either. I don't want to upset you further. I'm not going to get upset anymore. Tomorrow, two o'clock, we'll all tune in. Am I five years old? We're like having a conversation <laughs> like a five, and we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Maybe oh, you'll, maybe you will impress the entire. Listening audience and Maybe. beyond by being able to handle a exactly. bite of it. Chris, after all of I mean, this you could end up winning. Forth, you could end up winning the day. He could end up actually having that dog in him. Yes. You I know? mean, if he does this tomorrow, everybody's going to have to jump in and, you know, Praise give you him. a pat on the yeah. back and glad hand and salute you. All right. So you got to think in those terms. Positive. Positive thinking. Think in those terms. We can We can move on now because... We have closed the door on me being a crybaby. Good for you. All right. Uh, Fun- Ferrari Funches, sports director Jackie Robinson, family YMCA. Nice enough to spend a little time with us. It is February 7th, and that is National Girls and Women in Sports Day. And, uh, Ferrari, we thank you for your time. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? We're good. And, you know, we're just we're really excited to, you know, promote this day. Maybe it would be wonderful if someday we didn't even need a day. And the reason I say that is because hopefully women continue to be more and more accepted in sports and playing sports and continue to be more successful playing sports. And, you know, that we don't even need to celebrate it on a day. We can just celebrate it all the time. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. Absolutely. Right. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for the Jackie Robinson Family YMCA. So, yeah, my name is Ferrari Funches. I am the sports director at the Jackie Robinson Family YMCA, where I provide youth programming in sports. So here at Jackie Robinson, we provide a variety of sports from leagues for basketball and soccer to sports clinics and basketball, soccer, baseball, softball, lacrosse, rugby. You know, we're, we're offering a lot of sports to get our youth um, involved. And I, I mean, look, this is something that is something that you love to do, and um, you know, it's a passion. How how much of a passion is this for young people? You know, to to have somebody kind of leading them into this, and, and how important is it to make sure that they know there are options for them that are you know worthwhile and going to help them in all parts of their life. Yeah, it's it's very crucial. As a woman myself, as an African-American woman myself, it's important for me to lead youth um, into sports and guide them into their lives. 
and how sports is going to help them along in their lives. Um, you know, for sports, um, especially for girls, where I mean, we're breaking gender equalities, we're breaking boundaries um, and stereotypes, and encouraging inclusivity. So it's it's important um, for me to have that passion, and so that other young girls who are coming into sports, they see me as as a guide, as something that they can inspire to be and continue on their journey in sports. Ferrari Funches joins us here, sports director Jack at the Jackie Robinson Family YMCA. You know, we, we're living in an age of, of, of digital currency, and, and what I mean by that is social media is well active in, in, a, in a lot of the, the young folks out there today. Do, do you find it difficult to get kids to interact these days with the whole digital distraction? can be. Um, what I find is me encouraging the parents to bring their children into our facility to see our programs and to see that the Jackie Robinson YMCA is a safe place and a place where they can still belong. They, they feel like they can belong. Um, and then once they see our programs and they're welcoming, you know, our programs by my staff and myself, they feel so much more at ease and all of that digital, you know, gets set aside for that hour or two while they're in our programs. Ferrari, uh, we long ago now is gone. I mean, the day of uh, wow, you know. I mean, there's a the kids are picking them in the in the schoolyard, and somebody picks picks a girl to play on their team, and somebody shoots a look over like, "What are, are you kidding?" But that's long gone. Thankfully, we've yeah. moved past that. Girls and boys, they can play together. They can, you know, you know, succeed working with one another. That's fantastic. How much further do we still need to go in terms of accepting young ladies in sports? We're just getting started. Um, we are just getting started, and we've got a long ways to go. Um, as it was said earlier on, we need to get to the day where we're not just celebrating National Girls and Women's Day. It's already, we're being celebrated every day, um, and the work is there. Um, so we still have a, a long journey to go. Um, All right, it sounds like you guys are, are, are starting a new program. It's called the San Diego Padres Rookie League. What is the background behind it? Who is it for? And I'm sure for most parents, the, the, the next question is going to be, what is the cost? Yes, so the Padre Rookie League was, is formerly known as the um, RBI program, which was Reviving Baseball in Inner Cities. So it's an initiative to um, get youth into baseball and softball um, into the program that normally wouldn't think of baseball as a core sport that they would do or softball. Um, so we start this partnership with the Padre in June. Um, it goes through August. It is a free program in partnership with the Padres. The Padres are a wonderful partner. They provide their jerseys, their hats, and their gloves, so it eliminates the cost from the parents um, and the families, and they can come in and just enjoy the game and have that cost pressure off of their shoulders. What's what's the percentage like in terms of kids in you know, the inner cities and in your neighborhoods? Uh, that that are coming to you now as opposed to you having to go out and bring them in. I mean, how has that increased over time? Because I imagine it used to be almost not, I don't want to say pulling teeth to get kids into these programs before they realize the benefits. I'd imagine some kind of want to get involved just on their own. Yeah, absolutely. I think coming out of the pandemic, I think, 
more youth are looking to get involved in sports. I think, you know, coming from, you know, their schools and seeing their friends play sports. So we've had a plethora of kids that come in um, without us having to really reach out. Um, so that's been a fantastic um, growth for, for our programs. And the Jackie, the Jackie Robinson YMCA is the largest YMCA in the nation. For those who don't know, it's uh, located on uh, 45th Street, uh, down uh, near downtown San Diego. And uh, just talk about some of the goals that you have for the YMCA as you continue to move forward, incorporating more young people in their in your programs. Yeah, so one of my goals is just to continue to positive, uh, positively impact the youth in in the world of sports. Um, and inspire them to continue on in sports from a rec perspective to their school, onto high school, and if they choose to, to go further into college and possibly professionals. Um, so my job, you know, what I really want to do is just continue to grow sports um, and get sports out into the community, um, into schools, into the school district. So that, those are my goals that I'm currently working on towards now. Well, Ferrari, we appreciate everything you're doing for our community and for the yeah. young ladies and, and and the young boys, for that matter, down at the Jackie Robinson Family YMCA. I mean, this is – these are the kind of – I mean, the fruits of your labor are being enjoyed by us sports fans now as these youngsters, you know, grow up and start participating in high school, in college, athletics, and now even in the pros, WNBA, wherever it may be, so many athletes from San Diego – and they're better than they've ever been before because I think you get them started early and get them focused and on the right path. Uh, thanks so much for your time. Nice meeting you. And anytime we can help you out, give us a call, and uh, we'll talk about the Jackie Robinson YMCA and uh, how we can help you let us know. Thanks, Ferrari. Thank you very much. Thank you all for your time. Of course. Ferrari Funches, the sports director of the Jackie Robinson Family YMCA. I, I'm glad we are able to do that and uh, provide a, a platform for her to come on and just remind us. Tony, you see it all the time. I mean, your kids started playing soccer at a young age, your girls, and just the – I mean, I don't know, does it go without saying how beneficial being part of a young sports team is to a young person I, 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 and how many lessons, life lessons – are learned just by being a part of that. I think too often it gets overlooked, right? Because we, and I'm guilty of this too. Like you get caught up in the competition element of it and right, yeah. where it can take you. But there are so many just life lessons and not the successes a lot of times, but in the failures of sports, whatever that failure may be, learning how to deal with a tough loss, learning how to deal with injury and bouncing back, learning, you know, whatever the case may be, there, there are so many lessons that I know I learned playing sports at a young age so many lessons I know my daughters have learned um, that you know actually make it easier to be a parent like there are so many things that you don't have to teach when your kids play sports because it's already built into what it is they're doing yeah we're not going to tell everybody listening to enroll your kids in youth sports programs but you could do a whole lot worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is something and, I, the the feeling of belonging, I think, is a big man. thing, and the feeling of acceptance, especially in this day and age of young people being isolated by their phones. Sports makes you put your phone down and work together with some other kids and accomplish a common goal. And that's priceless. Yeah. No, I I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I think I, I, the one thing I've learned with with my girls over time is that that part that you mentioned the belonging to a team yeah 
was the highest priority until they got into a, an age where it became more competitive and they wanted to pursue it a, a different way. But that was always at the forefront of, of their minds as being a part yep. of a team. You know, it's interesting. I mean, uh, a lot of the young ladies that I you know broadcast the Aztec women's basketball and having done it for so long now, many of them have gone on now into their lives. And whenever I run into them at a game or somewhere down the road or on Facebook or something, they look back on the time they played basketball and they realize the belonging really was important, important yeah. much more important than the results. And you can speak to this even as a pro athlete. I guarantee you can't remember the score of all the games the Brewers and the Phillies and the Dodgers played in, but you can remember all the road trips and all the hotel rooms it's, and all of the you know you stuff ask, that you went through together as a group. That those memories stick. You ask any professional that's had you know had to retire as everybody has to do at some point, right? It's usually the first thing that they say they miss typically is. Being around the guys, the being around the girls, That's being right. around your team, being in the cl- – those are the things you hear first. That's and right. then the actual competition part comes in after that. Yeah. Remember so. that one game? Not really, but I remember <laughs> after the game, <laughs> right. we did this, that, and the right. other. 100%. That's how it works. So, anyway, uh, people like uh, Ferrari and it does, Funchett, By the way, it doesn't have to be, especially in this world of a specialization and playing sports year-round – like, it doesn't have to be in that realm. I mean, the YMCA is, is like the perfect starter. Like, my kids now play competitive soccer, but it didn't start that way. It started at a, at a much more, you know, lesser thing at that point. Sure. And, and then it, if they choose and they love it that much, you can build into that. But yeah. it doesn't have to start. The little leagues across the country are like some of the most beloved things because – it's simple. You get in there, you have one practice a week, you go play a game on the weekend. It's not super stressful, but you get all those same lessons out of it. Yeah, Ferrari Funches, uh, who we're highlighting today, is certainly not the only woman in this city and you know, doing these kinds of things and helping our kids and providing programs for them. But it was nice to do this uh, and talk with her today. And we salute all the young ladies uh, on National Girls and Women in Sports Day. They did honor that today at the Aztec women's basketball game, which was played earlier this morning. They had over 4,000 fans out there. Really a great crowd. They're season high to go out and see the Aztec uh, women's basketball team today. Did they win? Got and a they victory. Won. They got a victory over New Mexico. Were they down at the half? I, I they were down in the third quarter, third quarter by okay. about nine and then stormed uh, back. I don't know. They came How back. How was your call? The well, it was All genius. the way from down nine <laughs> to here we These are. These girls are Houdini. These girls are Houdini. <laughs> he is Houdini. <laughs> That's right. All right, so Chris, will you please drop one of these on your next broadcast? He broke his ankles. <laughs> she broke. Her she ankles. broke her ankles. Yes. <laughs> well, the next time somebody breaks her ankles, I'll try to get it in. Uh, <laughs> so I have an update on the. Could you please get out of there? No, this is a good one. This is a good one. That's why we're in this mess. Shane said, "Scraby, if you can handle a ten, tie." Uh, oh, sorry. Scraby, if you can handle habanero, you can handle tie level 10. There it it's is. between 70,000 and 100,000 Scoville units. Oh, whatever that means. Well, that's the... That's, that's the um, that sounds like a of lot hotness. of units to me. <laughs> measurement of hotness. Do you still want to keep talking about this, man? At this point, 
the more I talk about it, the the, the more I'm talking myself into it. We're, we're, we're talking positive reinforcement right now. Now that I've gotten rid of the negative. See, this is a direct product of me going to rehab all those years ago. That's what I'm talking about. It's great. Yeah. That's why you're special. I man. think there's a there's an outside chance that you're going to pull this off tomorrow, and you are going to be beloved by our beloved listening community for your amazingness. I mean, I think they're going to laugh, and I don't think they're going to laugh. Dude. They won't laugh if you if can you do come this. out on top. Yeah, if you come out on top, you shake this off. That I dog mean, you was talking about, it's in you. You're going to earn a lot of lot of street man. cred. I'm just going to scrape my tongue tonight, <laughs> <laughs> so I can do it without any. Issues. All right, Daily Gambit next. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 